Hey, special ed teachers. Do you need a reset in managing classroom behavior? Today, I will be sharing seven ideas to get your special ed classroom back in order again. But before we get into it, I want to make sure if you'd like to become an insider and get all the latest episodes, offers, and updates, go sign up for my email list now. The link will be in the show notes. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Today's episode is needed because I heard you all share with me that behavior strategies is something we all need help in. Even with more than a decade of being in the special ed field myself, I am always brainstorming of what behavior strategies will work best with my students with special needs. And managing your classroom behavior after a long winter break or vacation or any time of year is the foundation of where we need to start first. Yes, I went to college. I was an aide in the general ed and special ed settings. I was in my district's inter-program where I earned my educational specialist credential in mild-moderate disabilities. But nowhere in my journey before coming into that first classroom was I given a behavior basics of what to set up in my classroom. I know some Special needs parents right now are shocked, but majority of my experience was from learning from my colleagues who are mostly in gen ed, by the way, or what I've seen in the SPED classes myself. Thank goodness for all my colleagues and mentors that helped guide me. And it wasn't until seven years later when I taught the mild moderate autism class that I felt I got a ton of support. But before that, I was clueless. I had to do a lot of trial and error, depending on what grades I was teaching that year, either the primary, kinder through third or upper grade elementary from, uh, which is grades third through fifth, which are very, very different by the way. And I had to learn what worked best for me. Then after I felt I got it down after the long winter break, I assumed my students with special needs would just jump right back in it and understand what to do and what rules to follow. But oh no, it went completely out the door after coming back from that long break. Hey, even with us, right? It's hard to get us back into the groove of things. But with my students, I had to completely reestablish my classroom management behavior systems all over again. I want you to be way more prepared than I ever was my first few years of being a SPED teacher. 
So if you need a reset in managing classroom behavior, here are seven ideas to get your special ed classroom back in order again. These ideas are actually broken up into two parts. For part one, I will be be explaining ideas one through four, which are foundational skills for all of your students. And for numbers five through seven are ideas you can use for individual students who may need extra supports. So for idea number one is to reestablish your classroom rules. These are the basics. I know you're thinking, Michelle, my students already know the rules. Oh, but trust me, these are not only needed to be established at the beginning of the year, but also retaught and are maybe even revised after a long break. Back in first semester, were you referring to your rules on a daily basis? Do the students know and understand the classroom rules? Did we get so busy back in December that we just skipped reviewing the class rules? I totally get, you know, it's busy in December and life happens and not just the students, but we also need that refresh and new start. Classroom rules are the foundation of our class to help with that flow of managing our students and our team. When you model by referring your students back to the rules, your aides will also follow suit too. And then your whole class will be on the same page again. So whether it be in January, after spring break, or any time you feel the need that the class needs a reset, you can actually first refer to episode five, where it's entitled Special Ed Classroom Environment, Six Essential Items That Need to Go Up on Your Classroom Walls. I talk a little bit more about classroom rules there. But just like in the beginning of the school year, there are a couple ideas for classroom rules that you can establish or reestablish. First, you can have these rules already predetermined that you've created with your fonts and uh, visuals. And I also do not recommend having more than four rules. We want to keep it simple and easy for everyone to remember. Another way that other teachers set up their rules is they have the entire class participate in brainstorming what classroom rules they can agree to, and everyone signs the same poster they created it on. This is a type of visual contract, and it's great to reference a student or maybe all of the students on to show them that, hey, this is like a legal contract that you signed for to follow the rules and to abide by them. And also the best way to establish or reestablish classroom rules is to role play. My students and myself love showing me the wrong way to perform a class rule and then also the correct way. Then after that, be sure to make sure you call on each student's name that highlighted it the correct way. They can show me, their peers, and themselves that they really do understand each rule. Reviewing the classroom rules needs to be a part of your morning meeting on a daily basis, but be sure to refer to it throughout the day constantly and hold the students accountable to it and follow through with consequences for it to be effective. So the first idea is to reestablish your classroom rules. So if you need a reset in managing classroom behavior, idea number two to get your special ed classroom back in order again is to review your whole group behavior management system. I know some classes use the happy face, sad face charts 
sticker charts or the pull your color card system, which I have used this these in the past as well, I know I may be starting a debate, but there are articles out there explaining that using these types of behavior systems may have a negative effect on our students in the long run. I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but I will share a link of the article from the Washington Post in the show notes. But whichever system you choose and feel is effective for you and your class, do what works for you. Do you, boo. (laughs) But just be cautious of what you are using and be sure it's not the only tool that you are using to establish classroom and school behavior. Or find out what your principal or special ed department would recommend for you to use in your special ed classroom. Before I was an RSP teacher, I had a special day class and I taught a combo of grades ranging from K to three or three to fifth, you name it, for the past 10 years. The last class I taught was a mild moderate autism classroom and it was suggested to me that we use the levels and point system which I love and highly recommend for classrooms that do not have high numbers and for a class with emotional or behavior disorders. Just for a quick overview, the levels and point system is separating the day into different sections. You can do this by time or subject. And after every block, you can ask each student if they are abiding to each of the classroom rules you established in number one. The students will earn a point for following each rule. Then by the end of the day, the points are all totaled up and the student will end the day at a certain level according to the points that they earn. This level will determine the type of consequence or reward the student will receive. Yes, this does sound like one of the behavior systems I was talking about earlier, but my class's reality is different than all of yours. All of my students has mild to moderate autism at the time, so this system worked for that class. So please find a system that works for you and your students' needs. So whichever system you are using, be sure to reiterate the system to the class and also make sure they understand how it works and what will be happening when they do abide to the system and what will happen when they do not. So be sure for number two, review your whole classroom behavior management system. So if you need a reset in managing classroom behavior, idea number three to get your special ed classroom back in order again is to review your classroom procedures. This is another foundational practice that we need to reestablish. Classroom procedures are how you would like the students to ask you to get a drink of water, sharpen a pencil, or to use the bathroom. Do they raise their hand, show you a visual? There is no right or wrong way to do this, but what your particular style or teaching art is. Do what works best for you. Also, classroom procedures can be how the students line up to leave and enter the classroom. Where do the students put their backpacks? their water bottles, the list goes on. But just like the beginning of the year, practice, practice, and practice again. I would probably aim for definitely a week to practice these procedures. So for number three, review your classroom procedures. To reset and manage classroom behavior, idea number four to get your special ed classroom back in order again is to 
review your school-wide expectations. This is just like your classroom procedures. How are the students to behave going to different locations around campus? For instance, to the lunchroom, maybe being in the lunchroom, the playground, are there any certain areas they need to stay in? And also the library. How should the students speak to staff members? Currently, my school now is a PBIS school, which stands for Positive Behavior Intervention of Supports. The center of PBIS describes it as an evidence-based tiered framework for supporting students' behavioral, academic, social, emotional, emotional, and mental health. It's a system where the entire staff uses a common language that helps build relationships that are positive with students, families, and staff to decrease negative behavior. The PBIS system is used for the individual student's behavior, the classroom behavior, and also school-wide. It's all those behavior social norms that we overlook that is a great teaching opportunity for our students. I actually just recently went to a training, actually just yesterday, it was a two-day training, and I was talking to a middle school science teacher, and I was praising him, you middle school teachers, I swear, you guys are amazing, I cannot do what you do, but then he quickly reminded me that, you know, it's actually not that bad, and you elementary teachers actually laid down the groundwork, and he's right. We are the students' first social atmosphere. And not only do we teach academics, but social skills that our students need in order to go through society when they become adults. So for idea number four, make sure to review your school-wide expectations. These next ideas are geared for individual students that may need that extra accommodation or supports. So to reset and manage classroom behavior, idea number five to get your special ed classroom back in order again is individual token systems, but also known as token boards. In special education, I'm sure this sounds familiar to you, but token boards are used for individual students that may have a behavior that you'd like to replace. Sometimes a behavior goal was developed or maybe a behavior intervention plan or behavior support plan that orders for a token board to be in place. So for instance, whenever the student is presented a difficult task, for instance, Johnny, Johnny will lay down on the ground or completely shut down with his head down. To replace this behavior, we want Johnny to start the assignment within the first one or two minutes. On this token board, there may be a reward the student is working towards at the very top. And this is based off of what you know Johnny actually likes. It could be puzzles or blocks. It can be written in or maybe a visual picture you can put on there and Velcro it on. Then at the bottom of the token board, there are four squares, or it could be more, where every time Johnny follows through with that replacement behavior of starting the task within one minute, he earns one token. This could be a check mark or a physical item on there, like a counter that you attach a Velcro on it so it attaches to the board. If you're in my free private Facebook group, I will go ahead and share a visual of this token board. You can join my group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash backslash stepping into special ed or the link will be in the show notes. 
As soon as those four tokens are earned by the student, they will get their reward right away for a set amount of time. Then the process would start over again. All right, so idea number five is individual token systems or token boards. To reset and manage classroom behavior, idea number six to get your special ed classroom back in order again are visual schedules. This is another support that students may need. Some of our students get anxious or always need to know what the schedule looks like for the day. Actually, I still need to know the schedule for my day. Agendas are awesome. Our students may need the same thing. Not just a classroom schedule for everyone, but an individual schedule so they know what to expect. Our students may have speech services, occupational therapy, where they are pulled out of the class. I've actually had some students not want to go with their service providers because they weren't prompted or reminded to go, or they just don't do well with transitioning. Having individual visual schedules for these students will automatically lessen these behaviors. I will upload a pic of that in my Facebook group as well. So idea number six is visual schedules. All right, to reset and manage classroom behavior, the last idea that I have for you to get your special ed classroom back in order again is the check-in check-out system. This can be used for students in both gen ed or students with mild moderate disabilities. Typically, the student will check in with an assigned adult. Typically, it's their case manager in the morning to prep them on their behavior expectations. Also, I like to do a temperature check of how the student is feeling that morning. And I indicate that on the check-in check-out form. And then we decide on a goal for the day. Then this form has either check marks, points, they can earn happy faces or sad faces of how the student has behaved throughout the day. Right before the end of the day, the student will check out with the same assigned staff member that afternoon. And then they will either talk about their behavior and or reward them with praise or what the team, the IEP team has decided on. All righty, that was a ton of information and ideas. And that's not even all of it, you guys. (laughs) But I hope these ideas give you more tools to put in your toolbox. So to recap, for part one, the foundational behavior systems for all students is number one, Re-establish your classroom rules. Number two, review your whole group behavior management system. Number three, review your classroom procedures. Number four, review your school-wide expectations. And then for part two, behavior ideas for students that need extra accommodations and supports are number five, individual token systems or token boards. Number six, visual schedules. And then number seven, the check-in checkout system. If you have any further questions about managing your classroom behavior or have a system that has been working great for you, please share that in the Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. The link is in the show notes. And also, if you'd like to become an insider and get all the latest episodes, offers, and updates, go and sign up for my email list. The link will also be in the show notes. All right, my friends, take care, have a great week, and I'll see you next time on Stepping Into Special Education. 
Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.